Hey everyone, welcome to the Ladies Associate Podcast. My name is Sarah Benjamin and I am one third of the Ladies Associate Organization. If you're new to our community in this space, we navigate the world of the modern African man or woman. We tackle taboos, break down toxic social structures with viable solutions, but also find ways to preserve and maintain parts of our culture that we want to pass down to our future children. As you may have already gathered from the title of this episode, Stop Being Messy Auntie, today we're discussing creating boundaries within the African family unit to cultivate a non-toxic family environment. This is the second episode to our series, Tackling Taboos. Our first episode was on child marriage in South Sudan, and I thought this was a perfect follow-up because it's a little less heavy than talking about child marriage and the consequences of that, which is obviously very sad and can get very heavy. However, it's still very much a taboo because setting boundaries within the African family dynamic can easily be seen as disrespect. And being South Sudanese, the family unit is of number one of importance. We see family, like y'all know the term, blood is thicker than water. I think South Sudanese take that very, very serious. So you never want to be the black sheep in the family or you never want to be the disrespectful one. So setting boundaries is can be very difficult to navigate within our culture. So although it can be seen as a negative and um, it could draw a line between you and your family, I think it's so important to talk about this because setting boundaries is important for our mental health. So let's talk about five ways that I have learned to set boundaries in my family dynamic. According to the Taylor Counseling Group, healthy boundaries start by identifying the behaviors, characteristics, and actions that make you uncomfortable versus those that make you comfortable. So if someone or their actions is causing you stress, anxiety, or hurt, it's time for you to set some healthy boundaries. So for the sake of conversation and for the sake of having something to reference and having an example to go off of, I'll talk about my own personal situation with my auntie where I should have used better resources and better ways to set healthy boundaries than I did. It's funny because this episode is called Stop Being Messy Auntie and I, I wonder where that the inspiration came from, right? But with my auntie, um, I had a particular auntie in my life who was spreading rumors about me, saying very disparaging things about me and my family members. And honestly, that was just the nature of who she was. Like she liked to gossip that that was just her. And a lot of people just kind of let it roll off their backs. But I was never comfortable with that. I cannot just allow you to just say whatever you want about me and you go on about your day and we just continue to like act like nothing is going on. So I felt very uncomfortable with it. And I happened to see her at a wedding um, in South Sudan and she came and said hi to me and, you know, just acted like nothing happened. And I told her straight up, I was like, I don't want nothing to do with you. You have no business talking to me because you have said so much negative things about me and other people in my family. And I think you should just go that way and not talk to me. When I tell you a pin, you could hear a pin drop in that room. Like all the other aunties were shook. They could not believe that I said that to her. And my mom obviously wasn't the happiest that I handled it in that way. So she came and talked to me and she was like, you know, I've sensed, I sensed that she was a little proud of me, like proud for proud of me for standing up for myself. But she was like, you could have handled that a little better. 
and she she could have been right. So let's use that as an example or something to reference when talking about the healthy boundaries that we could set within our family members. So let's talk about how I could have handled that situation better. What are some things that I could have personally done to set healthy boundaries as opposed to that unhealthy boundary that I set with her, which is like, go away with your messy self. Go that way. Number one, you have to acknowledge your faults and you have to take accountability because when you're not able to identify areas in your life where you fall short or where you have went wrong in that situation, particular situation you're going to project whenever you um whenever you have a situation with that person you're going to you may project the things that you have done wrong um onto them as opposed to being able to identify specifically what they have done wrong i don't know if that makes sense so let me try to re- rephrase it just in case so pretty much you like you have to take the plank out of your own eye before you can even try to take the plank out of another person's because you're just going to end up projecting your own issues and your own situation onto them. So you want to be able to have clear communication and be able to say, hey, this is where I felt disrespected. And also, I understand that I am not perfect as well. So let's talk about where we can come to a middle ground. When it comes to a situation where you have an issue with a person, If you're not able to recognize where you fall short or your own shortcomings, it's going to be very difficult to recognize that in someone else. I mean, let's let's give an example. Have you ever been in a situation with someone where you felt they did you wrong and you addressed them and you said, this is what you did. This is what you did to me. And this is what you did wrong. And they're like, "Uh, -uh, what about what you did to me? How are you going to talk about what I did wrong and not even address what you did wrong yourself? And to avoid all of that, it's better to come forward and recognize where you fall short and you can be able to recognize what they have done as well. For the sake of example, this is how I could have handled the situation. Hey, auntie, I know that I possibly have, I'm not perfect. I may have done things to hurt you, which caused you to say negative things about me. However, I still think it's wrong for you to spread rumors. If you had an issue with me, you should have came at me directly and spoke to me directly instead of talking about me behind your behind my back and we're family. So that could have been a way for me to address it. Recognize where I have fallen short, but also still hold the person accountable. Number two, communication. I know that's so, so cliche because you know they always say that you got to communicate you got to communicate however I mean I used to do the cutoff method I used to be the cutoff girl if I felt disrespected I would cut you off block you Instagram Facebook text messages you wouldn't be able to reach me or or have access to me but I realized this this method is can also be very very unhealthy why because it makes you cold and dismissive like imagine if every any time that you feel disrespected or you feel offended, you start blocking people and you start, I'm about to cut you off and letting them go and never giving them an opportunity to plead their case and also talk to them to feel to figure out where you also went wrong because we're not perfect. As human beings, there's things that we fall short on. So 
it, it really does make you cold and dismissive because you think like I could just block this person and never talk to them again. But it also diminishes your communication skills because whenever you talk to a person, whenever there's an issue, it really does help you understand where you have went wrong and it helps you build communication skills and have an understanding. So when you just start doing the cutoff method, you're really doing your own self an injustice because you're reducing your own communication skills. And it also makes you harbor emotions and resentment when you're not getting it off your chest, when you're not able to talk to that person and say, this is how I feel. And I'm upset about this. You're literally harboring resentment. And I did that with my auntie as well. I didn't talk to her. I never addressed her. I kind of was triggered when she came and said hi to me. And that's when I let all my emotions out. And that's why it came out in a very unhealthy way. But if I would have just kind of addressed it in a time that in a timely manner and just let it out instead of cutting her off, I may have been able to let go of some of that resentment because it's not harboring in there. So if that makes sense, it's better to just communicate and communicate effectively. Number three in setting boundaries, it's okay to vocalize what you can and cannot do. So a lot of times, I think, especially with our within our African families, it's so hard to say no. It's so hard to tell someone, hey, this is what I can tolerate and this is what I cannot tolerate. Because again, it could be seen as disrespect or it just can cause an uncomfortable situation. But it's okay to vocalize what you will and will not tolerate and what you can or cannot do. For example, I'm not in the position to lend you money. If you can't do it right now, you can't do it. And that's a nice way to say it. I'm not in the position to do it. You're not. No can come off as harsh. And I know that's what a lot of people are afraid of, especially when it comes to family, just straight saying straight up no. But when you say I'm not in the position to do this or I'm going through a lot right now and it triggers me to talk about certain topics. So can we talk about this another time? Sometimes your family calls you, your friends call you and they want to discuss certain things or they want to like they want to like put things on you um, when you're not emotionally available. So it's okay to say, hey, I'm going through a lot right now and it triggers me to talk about this. So let's reconvene this conversation when I'm in a better emotional space. I don't go out anymore. I don't go to clubs anymore. Can we go to dinner instead? That's a nice way to say, like, I do still want to spend time with you. I still love you. I still care about you, but I'm not a party girl no more. I'm not a club girl. Can we go to dinner or vice versa? I don't like dinner no more. I'm trying to watch my weight. So let's go out instead. Let's go have cocktails. You see, like it's just set those like healthy boundaries in what makes you comfortable because that's what's most important. In my in my situation, I could have said, hey, I don't appreciate the rumors you spread about me. I don't appreciate it. So how, like, what can I do or what can you do? What can we do together so that I, we can make sure that this doesn't happen again? All right. And number four, the number, the fourth boundary, don't engage in consistent gossip as it pertains to the person that you're trying to set healthy boundaries with. Because what happens is when you're continuously talking about the person or you're engaging in gossip with the person, it really defeats the purpose of what you're doing um, as it pertains to setting boundaries, because setting boundaries is creating that space, creating that division. So if you 
you're talking about the person, you're kind of diminishing that line of the boundary because they're living rent free in your head. The more that you talk about them, the more that you gossip about them. So you want to refrain from discussing them negatively or discussing them at all in a way if you're trying to set boundaries. And obviously, it's going to go back to the person eventually. So you're causing more hardship within your life if you gossip about them, talk about them negatively. You you want to make sure you you save space for yourself to heal from them um, by creating healthy boundaries and not making it worse for yourself, for lack of a better term. <laughs> Number five. Understand the nature of your relationship may change when you set healthy boundaries. And that's something that you really do have to accept because once you set boundaries, some people may not be comfortable with the boundaries that you set. And you have to be okay with that. So your relationship may change and you may have to be comfortable with seeing the dynamic of your relationship look differently. For example, you may have had a cousin that used to go out with all the time, used to party with all the time, used to talk to about everything. But once you set certain boundaries, it's just not that anymore. She may just be a person that you have lunch with once a month or go to dinner with once a month or just see here and there and you just say hello and give her a hug and embrace and then move on about your day but it's still healthy. It's still, there's no resentment. There's no issue. And you have to be okay with that because some people are just not going to be comfortable with the boundaries that you set. I know when I, when I change and I set boundaries, even within my friend group outside of my family, some friends were like, okay, you're a little bit different and that's cool, but we're obviously not going to have the same relationship no more. We're not going to be hanging out with each other all the time because you, your, your, your boundaries don't align with what I want in my life. And that's okay. You have to be okay with that and have peace with that. And the last and final boundary, cut them off. Cut them off. If you exhausted all your resources, you try to do all of the above of the list of boundaries that we set in this podcast conversation, then it's okay to cut them off. This is when it's okay to cut them off. If they don't, if they don't respect your boundaries, if they don't, if they still continue to do the same things that you said that you weren't comfortable with and that causes you stress and anxiety, sometimes it's just best for your mental health to say, I'm done and cut it off. Okay. And so I hope this conversation helps to help you guys navigate any type of situation in your family dynamic, which you felt like you were struggling to set healthy boundaries. Let's talk about other ways to set healthy boundaries because I know you guys have a lot of different techniques and resources. So make sure you share them with our community so we can all learn and grow from each other. Also, if you have any tackling, if you have any um, taboos that you want us to tackle and talk about, please let us know by mess- sending us a message or emailing ladiesasosa at gmail.com. We are active on Facebook and Instagram, and we would love to talk to you, get to know you, and continue to build this community. Thank you guys so much for listening. We always, always appreciate you. And stay tuned for the next episode of Ladies of Sosa and the Tackling Taboo series. <laughs>